Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, brings you the Dating Skills Podcast. Welcome to episode 34 of Dating Skills Podcast. A quick mini apology here since it's been longer than usual since the last episode. This was because we've moved from Bangkok, Thailand to Mexico. By we, I mean me and my girlfriend and just getting set up and everything, um, internet, you know, all the usual stuff. Uh, it took a bit more time than usual, so I haven't been able to get the show running. But everything's set now, so we're all good to go. Uh, fortunately, though, while I was in transit, I did interview Brent Smith from Brent Smith Lifestyle. So this is who we have today. Some of you may know him as Brent from the original David D'Angelo Interviews with Dating Guru series. Brent has some really specific experience in building a social lifestyle. This is really what I wanted him to talk to talk about on the show. Uh, it's, a bit, it's about social skills, but really taken to, to another level. He's a guy who's been at all those private parties you hear about. He's, he's at all the prestigious events. He gets, he gets the subtleties of high-end communication in social circles. Um, he has a great social circle and network himself, which is very active. And so he really understands how to build that social lifestyle and to use it to build the great dating lifestyle that you aspire to. So today it's all about social skills and lifestyle building. And we've basically got the best guy known to teach this stuff. So that's great. Also today we get started with questions and answers uh, part of the podcast. This is a new edition and it's going to feature in every episode from now on. The concept is really simple. Send your questions into us on dating, sex and relationships and we'll get them answered for you. Today's question is pretty challenging and interesting so check that out. It come, it'll come up after the interview. Final point before we start, we're also making the show notes, transcript and links to the stuff mentioned on the show available from now on. I'll tell you where to get those at the end of this episode. To stay up to date with the latest podcasts, reviews, news, and other free downloads from Dating Skills Review, go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash review and hit like. If you are more of a Google Plus guy, here's a cool new trick. Google Dating Skills Review, and you'll see a big Google Plus Dating Skills Review box appear to the right of the search results. Hit the box's follow button, and you're done. Now let's get started with this week's interview. Hey Brent, it's great to have you on the show today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Angel. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. So, you know, today we're going to talk a bit about lifestyle. Um, But first of all, I want to give the guys uh, a bit of an idea of where you're coming from, you know, who you are. So, you know, what's your lifestyle like today? What's going on? How is everything? You know, what, what goes on in the lifestyle of Brent Smith? Well, my, my life is, uh, it's pretty simple, actually. Uh, I, I've created a, a, a fun, um, uh, and uh, I'll just say I've created a fun lifestyle that I like. And uh, so it's, you know, my lifestyle, it, like I said, is, is pretty, pretty simple. Um, I, you know, I work, obviously, I coach and help people and release products and stuff. So I spend actually a lot of my time doing that. And then I'm fairly social. Uh, and, um, I try to stay healthy and I work out. Um, I don't necessarily go out seven nights a week anymore, but, uh, cause I run a company, but so it's changed a little bit, but, um, I've just kind of, you know, I, I'm, have a, a fantastic, um, happy, fulfilled, um, lifestyle where I have good friends and, and, you know, around me and good family and, um, good uh, people that uh, surround me, and and uh, that's really at the end of the day, that's really 
what it's all about. And the most important thing about it is that it works for me. Right, right. I think that's the that's the bottom line. Yeah, this is great to hear that you know, you're satisfied. So, um, how about how about girlfriends and or marriage or or anything like kind of where are you out there? Because we've all like the people on the show all come from kind of different perspectives for this. So what I what I just like to do is like give people an idea of where um, the guys come yeah. from to see if it fits yeah. with their aspirations. Sure. Well, first of all, I'll say whatever whatever your aspirations are, um, that's fine. You know, choose what you choose and. I'm not here to to judge you or tell you what you should do exactly. I will say this though, that may and this is the challenge for most people when it comes to dating and relationships is make sure you're doing the right things for the right reasons. Right? Humans have a um, a tremendous um, habit of getting together with the wrong people for the wrong reasons because they think that somehow sex is the answer or someone else will complete them and they're always searching for happiness outside of you. Um, so I will just say whether your aspiration is to, you know, hang around with 10 women at a time or whether you want to, you know, settle down and do your thing. Just, you know, keep all this stuff in mind that it's not the answer and it won't complete you. You have to complete you. Um, so, again, I, you know, my beliefs are that really. I think that a lot of times uh, people will assume that I don't uh, believe in in uh you know long-term committed relationships serious relationships married and all that kind of stuff and that's not true actually uh <laughs> but what i believe is that most people right now with what they're currently taught uh are set up for failure in all of their relationships which is why they fail most of the time and so i think that if we approach it in a different way which is something that you know i talk about in a lot of stuff that i do uh even though my main focus isn't dating relationships anymore it's kind of life and personal growth um, that if we focus on that, then you have a lot better chance, whether you're in casual relationships ongoing the rest of your life or whether you are in an open relationship or whether you want to have a you know monogamous relationship or whatever is, you know, you think. Um, and I love talking about this subject, but I think a lot of I just want you to also do some thinking about what you want. OK, so I will back up and say that that's very important here is that most of the stuff that you think you want, you've been told you should want. If you really thought about it, it may not be what you want. So in other words, when you want, you know, when you think that it'd be cool to be great with women and have all these women, that's what you've just been told is cool, really. I mean, that's not really, it's invented, right? Or, that, oh, you need to be married by a certain point or something's wrong with you or you need to have kids or you need to settle down. No, none of that is true. So just understand that, you know, if you can clear all that clutter and all those limiting beliefs that other people have instilled in you and all those wants that people have in, and, and supposed needs that people have instilled in you, that you will have a much happier life no matter what you decide to do because it won't be, uh, it won't be connected to getting something from someone else that you think you don't already have if you follow any of that. Right, right. Well, it, it sounds like a little bit like uh, that could be connected with scarcity. You know, what, what we see is scarce for ourselves at one moment might be something. Well, and I think, again, I think it's all connected to thinking that the answer is outside of us. Right. The answer is in, well, you know, I've been taught that what I have to do is, you know, I have to get good grades in school and I have to get a good job and then I have to you know, get a girlfriend and have to get married and have kids and have a house. And right? all that's invented. None of that's true. So so when you realize that you could still do that. And still have that life. I'm just saying that most people jump into that 
not knowing why. It's just because everybody else does it, right? Or they're getting pressure from outside to do it, or they think, oh, I'm not happy. You know what the answer is, is uh, dating some super hot person or a million dollars, or which is absolutely not true. I hate to burst your guys' bubble out there, but it's just not true. <laughs> so how would how would you suggest someone opens their mind up to this? Because you know you're saying you know I, you know you can just really think about what you want. How how would you suggest that you find that out? Here's what I suggest: live your life, have fun, and live your life. This is a, what I said just a minute ago was very exciting. So don't let it unmotivate you. Let it it's supposed to inspire you, because when you switch your purpose for everything you do, and the reason that you do everything, the reason you go out, the reason you talk to people, from one of your current reason, or from your current reason, which is generally where you're trying to get something out of another person or get something out of life or get something from everything you do, that ironically, when you switch it to giving, helping, and inspiring, and you go out there and just live your life and let go of all this obsession, this, this bad obsessiveness of you know trying to get and trying to be cool and all that kind of stuff, that ironically, here's the thing that happens is that because you're out there and you're being carefree uh, and you have let all that stuff go, you are a rare person and unlike anyone that anyone has generally ever met and that's attractive. So, you know, here, here's what's going to happen. You're going to not only get what you said, said that you wanted when you were obsessed, but you're going to get a whole lot more of it and you're going to get it with little or no effort on your part because people are not going to be pushing um, against you. You're not going to be pushing it away from you, in other words, by living in that life of scarcity. So because you live a life of abundance and you show up as a as um, the right guy everywhere you go in everyone's life and you're about helping, giving, and helping people escape and, and you're not wanting anything from them and they, they understand that when they meet you because, you know, most uh, communication is nonverbal. So when they feel that vibe that you're just charismatic, you're attractive. They're attracted like a freaking tractor beam, like you're magnetic. So they're going to just give you stuff. So, you know, <laughs> that's the whole basis of all this, you know, what I'm saying. And so when you go out and you live your life and if you live it like that, you'll attract way better people, right? So if, it, if you're a guy, you'll attract much hotter women and much smarter women and all this stuff. Um, you'll attract business opportunities, career opportunities, friendship opportunities, social opportunities. It'll just be like an avalanche if you if you will operate like that. So, you know, let's bring it back around to what you originally asked me, which is, you know, that's why I'm not telling you how to, you know, like whether you should be married or whether you should you know, date 19 people or I, you know, that's up to you. Just make sure that with within all that, within all those thought processes, that you make sure what you want is actually what you want and not what other people have told you to want. And understand that those people in those situations are not the answer. None of them will make you happy and none of them will fulfill you. Because happiness and fulfillment comes from you, not from outside of you. Right. And so this might be a new concept for some people to understand, but understand it. Because it will change your life. And you will have a very cool, relaxed, happy, fulfilled lifestyle. And you can go out when you want. You can stay home when you want. You can hang out with people when you want. You can not. It's all the right decision. And you help people. And... Uh, Opportunities are always kind of just 
around you and you can choose to receive them at any moment of your life. So your life becomes effortless. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think what we need to do is like like tie this more down. So, um, what? So this is about building more social connections with people, right? Um, not not because you're being manipulative or anything, but because it's some, something that you want to do, and and, um, and and you're saying that this has an an immense you know impact on your life. It really changes your life. So you know, if we talk it down to like kind of like you know, uh, I don't want to be like data geeky, but like in in data points, like um, at, like. To say today my, my social life kind of buzzes around five people most of the time yeah what what, what are we talking about here are, are we so are we trying to connect with a lot more people is it like a hundred people is it 50 people is it a thousand people like well I, yeah I think it's it's connecting with more people but not thinking of that as work okay as extra work so if you're out there and you're saying oh gosh that sounds it sounds exhausting I don't even want to do that I'm an, I'm an introvert anyway and right. I'm shy and all that crap that you've you know, that identity that you falsely created for yourself. Right. Uh, when it is an identity that you created, so just understand that. You can easily be an extrovert just by choosing to be an extrovert. That's it. There's mm-hmm. no there's no like ten step system, you don't have to read a hundred books. Just choose it. So so and when and let me just tell you, connected to what I just said, when you when you switch your purpose to giving, helping, and aspiring, you yeah. remove all your anxiety. You, there is no more shyness because right. shyness and ang- social anxiety and even dating anxiety, approach anxiety, talking to hotter women, whatever it is, all that is connected to wanting to get something, mm. right? And being afraid you won't get it. I might be rejected. And then what it means when you're rejected, oh, I'm a loser, I'm not good enough, I'm not good looking enough, I don't have enough money, all this kind of crap you tell yourself. Right. When you switch your focus, all that dissolves. So it's the fastest way to dissolve all that anxiety is to switch your focus. And like I said, people will just offer you stuff. You won't have to ask for anything anymore. They will just come up and say, hey, would you like this? You know, I'd like to give this to you. And so it's a very interesting thing. And so and and your life becomes effortless. So it's not hard to meet more people because when you're out with your five friends, okay, Mm -hmm. or two of your five friends and you're out, I don't care where you are, bar, nightclub, whatever, and you step outside of that group and say, hey, happy Thursday, cheers, what's going on to someone new? That's what I'm talking about. It's that simple. Bring them into your group. Start introducing people who don't know each other to each other and create this whole thing. You're about escape. You're carefree. You're not attached to anything happening or getting something, whether it's sex, money, attention, acknowledgement, or whatever, and you're just providing the good time. You, and by the way, you can do that standing in one place. You don't have to – I mean I do talk about a lot of times you know, work in the place and walking around and being the mayor, but you don't have to. You can just do that. Um and, and setting yourself up also where you can go to places where there are a lot of people who are open to being social. And we talk a lot about going to, uh, I mean, you know, obviously we've been everywhere. I've been to all the nightclubs, house parties, bars, restaurants, lounges, you name it, I've been there. Mm-hmm. And it works everywhere. But if you really were uh, wanting to really take it to the next level, you could look for... Uh, charity type events, uh, you know, wine tastings, just stuff like that. It's a little bit classier, and and again, when you when you think about this, don't think it's going to be expensive or that you have to you know have a killer wardrobe or anything. There's many young professional groups and so on that throw things for like ten dollars, and it's two hours, and it's usually during the week. It doesn't cut into your sleep time or your work time, and there's like usually a hundred people there or two hundred people, and you could meet almost all of them. They're open. 
they're cool. And if you practice what I was just telling you, which is being giving and cool and helpful and getting the party started and, you know, being the catalyst and introducing people and, and, and kind of being the inspirator, we call it, so like inspiring people, you can leave that place with people, you know, hey, how do I get a hold of you? You'll get messages on Facebook. You'll get people trying to hunt you down on BlackBerry Messenger and Viber and every other thing they could possibly try. They'll just be hunting you down. Hot women, uh, new friends, new op- business opportunities, and it's a whole new way of looking at the same old, you know, kind of problem that we as growing up, we think we have, which is I need more of everything. I need more chicks. I need more sex. I need more acknowledgement. I need more attention. I need more popularity. I need more money, right? You don't really need any of that. You've just been told you need that, so you grow up being tricked, which is why you fail all the time, because you're you're pushing against something that you already possess. Right, and you're, you're, you're making it a lot harder because, you know, if if you are do you ha- if you do have this agenda behind you, then people are going to suspect it. And you're actually kind of working hard to cover it up. You know, even if it's subconsciously or consciously, then you probably don't feel comfortable with yourself. And I think a lot of people, that's where their anxiety comes from, as, as you said earlier. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, like I said, um, you know, most of communication is nonverbal. And so in, um, think about it, anyone listening out there, uh, you felt someone's vibe before. Before they spoke, you know, you get kind of an idea of what someone's about. You can tell they, oh, that person has a creepy vibe, or that person wants something from me. I'm, I bet they're going to ask me for something right now, right? Or, or on the opposite side of that effect, um, that person over there is really charismatic. Why are all those people standing around there? Wow, that's pretty cool, right? Like, so we know, um, we know, and that energy, and that energy is all dictated by your the inner work that you do. And one of the things you do is change that purpose. And you do that by changing your story about your life. Right. Well, it's, it sounds like that there is really one just very small switch here. It's it's just to f- focus on like whenever I'm whatever I'm doing, I'm just giving and I'm, I'm not looking for anything. And and then therefore I cannot fail because you can't fail at giving. You know, it's, it just doesn't make sense like that, right? Exactly. And there's no anxiety attached to giving or connected to it. And so every part of your life will skyrocket. And part of this does take a little leap of faith, right? Because mm-hmm. you're you're telling yourself that you already have some stuff and you have the ability that you haven't really any evidence for yet. So there is a little bit of faith <laughs> that has right, to be right. taken. But if you'll just give it, if you'll just take a leap of faith, you will skyrocket every part of your life. Seriously, I mean, it, it, there'll be no competition. If you are worried about, oh, I, I got to compete with other guys, or whatever, there will there will be no competition. Well, you, they can't compete with you if you're doing what other guys will not do. There, there, there's no competition. Everything will be yours. Everybody will hand it to you, and everyone will say, "How do you do that?" You know, and that's not what life is about. But if you're in that space right now, there's nothing wrong with you because that's how we're brought up. We're brought up to we need to get more than the next person has. Like, so I understand that. So if you're in that, just understand that, you know, that when you are operating like you've been traditionally taught to operate, you are playing very small and you're going to get very little. Even in there. Yes. And there are anomalies. There are guys that you can point to out there. Well, see that guy, he's. He's, you know, over-pursues and oversells himself. And look what he's got. He's got a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he works way too hard for it, even if he's got it. And eventually, he'll be exhausted. And he's not in control of any of it because he wants it. And he needs it. 
And so, and he'll never give that up. And so he'll always be a prisoner and a slave to it, if that makes sense. So he's not in control of his life at all. Because I, I was there, right? So if anyone who doesn't know my past, you know, I was the master pursuer. I mastered all of it. I mastered, you know, approaching women, getting phone numbers, trying to get, getting, you know, manipulate, all that stuff. I did it all. And it, there's, there's nothing at the end of that. Zero. And it's way too much work. So, you know, which is, should be exciting. I know it's going to burst some bubbles out there, but you know what? I, I got to tell you the truth. I can't lie to you. I, I, I you know, I got to tell you what it's really about because um, I'm committed to you having as much success as is possible. And from where I stand, I know how much is possible. And I know that if you consider a new way, then you might live up to your full potential rather than just keep bumping your head against the wall. Yeah, totally. So can you give us some like practical examples? I want people really to kind of visualize how, how this, how this, how this kind of works. What kind of things happen, you know, um, like, like very specific, like, you know, cases with potentially you've seen with clients or, 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 you know, your, your, the people around you, you know, when, when you start doing this, what specific things can you, can you kind of use the patterns you see in other people's behavior around you or whatever it is, what kind of things do you start seeing? Well, when you, when you start practicing this and you change all this, right. what do you start seeing? Oh, right. well, what, you see- what are the things that people are surprised about? You know, so so like someone would come back to you and say, "Hey, I tried some of that stuff you, you were talking about, and this happened to me over, the other day." Oh and- yeah, they're, they're surprised how simple it is. Number one, mm-hmm. because we we tend to overcomplicate everything, especially men. Um, we're taught that everything's complicated. Unless it's complicated, it's not worth doing, and that's absolutely false. We made that up. <laughs> so everything's actually quite simple. We are the ones who overcomplicate very simple things. So understand that. Right. Uh, so it, how simple it is. I people are amazed how, and let's just talk. We'll talk about women for a minute here. How women will just come up and proposition you for sex. Women will. Women don't want to go out on traditional dates anymore. They don't want you to call them. They don't want to give you their phone number. They want yours. They want to take control and they want to leave and they want to get down to business. And that's what they want because you're actually you're actually opening up a part of them that they've that they always have wanted to exercise but were never allowed to exercise because all they deal with all day long are over-pursuing, well, creepy pursuer guys, right? And they're never allowed to be interested. The guy's always pushing and manipulating and trying to get you isolated and do all this crap. When the woman is sitting there going, look, I'd love to be interested, but you won't give me a freaking second or any space to be interested. So she meets this other guy who is carefree. I'll give you an example. Okay. Here's a great example. Yeah. So you see a girl or a couple girls in any bar or restaurant or anywhere in the world who are cute, right? And, you know, you could just stand back and you, if you stood back and you just watched the scenario happen, it's guy after guy will walk up there. Hey, what's up? You try some kind of, you know, pickup line or whatever. Hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, hey, telling some story. Okay, I'll buy you a drink. And, hey, can I get your phone number? Hey, you know what? We should continue this conversation. Can we get together? Right. The usual stuff, right? All that stuff. Then... There's this new guy who has changed his the way he does everything, and he rolls in. Now, and, and those guys will stay for like, you know, 30 minutes, okay, the, 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 the first guys. They, they don't know when to leave. They're going to overstay their welcome. They're going to keep pushing and pressing and so on, and maybe they'll get a number. But the girl doesn't want to really give it to him, but she does to get rid of them. You know, you've all been there. <laughs> I've been there too. Um, and so, 
you have that kind of feeling of like, I don't know what, and then you, what to do, and then you've got to go and do a bunch of work. You got to call her, you got to figure out what to say, you got to text her, you got to email, whatever. Okay, so, and this happens over and over again to these girls. Over and over and over. She never hears anything different. Yeah, maybe it's just a slight change in the version, but the whole story is the same, right? And the end's always the same, and she can anticipate every moment where the guy's going to ask for a phone number, ask her for a date, you know, ask her to leave, all that kind of crap. Here comes this new guy. Okay, now he's going to have a very short conversation with this girl. Hey, happy Friday. Cheers. Happy Friday. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Well, what are you up to? What's on What's on the agenda? Well, we're doing this. Yeah, cool. Or you got, you know, you know, what's, you know, just like very little idle chit chat, right? He's looking at him. He's there. He's not trying to dance around. He's doing anything. He goes, cool. All right. Well, listen, it was nice meeting you. Oh, mine, Brent, by the way. You know, um, I'm going to go talk to some more people. And he leaves. Okay. Now, it could be a little bit longer than that, but it's going to give me like one or two minutes, right? You might throw some fun banter in there and stuff, but it's nothing about how hot the girls are or you'd make a good girlfriend or all that creepy stuff that you guys all know about. You don't say any of that anymore. Um, and then you move on. That guy's intriguing, right? If you can connect the dots, okay, here's why, right? Carefreeness, dismissing himself, being cool for a couple minutes, not hitting on them. Now, he's not ignoring him either, and he's not being mean, he's not being rude, he's not putting them down, so the girls don't know, right? Like, he hasn't been direct and come out and said, oh, you know, I think you girls are cute. None of that. But he's very cool, laid back, carefree. He asked them some questions, they answered, he asked them some more questions. It was more about them than it was about the guy. And then he moves on, and they're like, wow, that was an interesting uh, interaction and when that never happens like who is that guy because then they see you talking to someone else like you know three groups down or maybe the other side of the bar or maybe right next to them and then you're like hey do you guys know each other and you start introducing people and they're like oh my god who is this guy that's sexy so that that whole attitude is is sexy and so what will happen is women will say who are you or women will come up and say I don't know who you are and I got to get out of here right now, but um, can I get your contact info? You know, can I reach out to you later? Or girls will come up and say, look, I got to leave right now. Like if you're in a nightclub, but I'm going to go to my apartment and I'm just going to, I'm going to hear, I'm going to write down my address and I'm just going to leave the, the, the front door open. Just, and when you're done with all this and all these women, and if you want to drop by my place, right? Like, it's just like that. There's no work involved. They're hitting on you. They're taking the reins. Um, and as a guy, you have to be okay with that, okay? Because this traditional thing of man chases woman and you like the hunt and stuff, I, again, you've been conditioned to, to believe that that's true, hmm. uh, right? So I know a lot, some guys will push against that and go, well, I like pursuing. I like being the hunter. I like making things happen. Yeah, but why would you like doing the work if you didn't have to do it? Like, it's exciting to have a woman interested in you, right? Especially when you're used to being rejected a lot, right? It's it's fun to have a woman kind of take control in, in a very assertive, and I'm not talking about aggressive, okay, in slutty way or the negative connotation of, of uh, aggressiveness. It's assertive. And why do you want to do all that work and make all those phone calls and leave all those messages and try to get girls... Keep, inter- keep them interested, try to get them interested, try to get them to leave with you, try to get them on a date. Try- Why? Why would you try to keep doing that? Beat your head against the wall when, a- when you could just be this guy and women will do most of the work. You won't have to do anything. You won't have to ever worry about it again because women will just come up. And now again, you will still be approaching women, and but it'll be a- your life will be a mix. 
you'll be approaching women, but not for the same reasons that you used to. And women will also be approaching you from time to time. So they'll come up to you and ask you what your deal is. They'll say, hey, they'll turn around and say hello. Uh, and you'll still be approaching them. Uh, and, and But it will be very fast, and they will tell you what they want. And I think that's what surprises a lot of my clients is that, you know, I, I tell them this, and they say, oh, yeah, right, I don't know. And I said, well, man, if you're not open to it, it's not going to happen. But, you know, let's work on you being open to it. And uh, I guarantee this is what's going to start happening. And then once it clicks, they're like, oh, my gosh, you're right. The avalanche. All, all I did was go out and say hi to a few people and help them have a great party and introduce some people to each other. And then this guy came over and he said, look, I have this group of girls who wants to meet you. And he took me over there. And then this girl goes, hey, do you want to just go out into the parking lot or into my car right now? I mean, it can happen like in five minutes. And remember all that work you used to do? Well, all that work is gone. Right. So any of you listening, this should excite you. OK. And I want you to understand that this is not a lot of work. The, the, the I will tell you that the biggest challenge that you're going to have and uh, which I call an opportunity, really, so the biggest issue, problem or challenge that you're going to have is changing your own mind about this and believing it. That's the biggest work to be done here. The rest is simple. So it's just going to be, you know, rewriting your story, telling yourself that you already have this life and this is how you do it. You go out and you're, you, you, you're this kind of guy and then women do this and people come up and hand you stuff and so on. But because you give help and inspire and then all these opportunities are around, that and then convincing yourself of that, that's where the work is really. It's just changing your mind about it, changing your story. And then the rest will just happen to you because you will show up everywhere you show up whether it's school, the dry cleaners, the coffee place, the mall, uh, the nightclub, the bar, the business mixer, the charity event. The, I don't care where you are, right? The swim meet. It doesn't matter. You will show up everywhere all the time as that right guy, and the most amazing things will happen to you. You will attract the most amazing people and the most amazing opportunities, and uh, again, it will be effortless because you've done the work that you needed to do, which is to change your mind about it and open yourself up to a new possibility. So does that make sense? Yeah, it, it totally makes sense. So what I wanted to ask you uh, about this, now we were talking a lot about bars and clubs there, yeah. but uh, you, you know, you obviously at the end there, you, you pulled in some other scenarios and you've talked a little bit about uh, going to charity events, for example. But it, what it really sounds like is it's, it's more of a, just a, a new approach to life, right? Um, now, I yeah. I guess a lot of guys have, like, if, if you look at the seduction community and the pickup artist kind of side of things, yeah. they often look at, it's either day game, so, you know, you're, you're approaching a girl on the street or in a cafe mm -hmm. or something like yeah. that, or you're in the club, right? So they've got these two scenarios and, mm -hmm. and kind of nothing really much in between. Yeah. Um, but here, this 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 is sounds like a much more broader concept, and it's not just girls, right? Uh, we talked a lot about girls, but I think uh, what what you're talking about here is is building more of a you know broad general s social lifestyle, and having you know all sorts of things coming in your life from guys as well, and, and you know connecting with with guys and and and, get, and you know your life will get better because of that. So you know, yeah. What, what, you'll be, do, would, you'll, would you suggest that you know if, if people want to get started with this, uh, is is this like is the first step kind of to to step away from thinking oh like I go out to bars three times a week to practice meeting girls, yeah. right? And and no, I just 
I'm going around doing my life and I'm going to invest in more things that I'm interested in. So, you know, but in, and then the social aspects of them. So, you know, you brought up something about charity right there. So if, if I'm interested in like charity events or there's certain Mm -hmm. causes I'm interested in to get more involved with society and communities and get out there and start giving a bit more to it. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if I'm interested in football or or whatever it is, go, go to more of that. It could be dancing or whatever, but get more involved in that community. If it's salsa dancing, you like, Go and help them organize the activities. Go and help, uh, you know. Yeah, there's also fundraiser or something. Anything you do with enough passion, I know you're. I think I know where you're going with this. It's it's like a it's like being a rock star. Okay, you right. you know you can get to be the ugliest rock star, but if you're into playing your guitar or you're even the drummer or the keyboard, women are all over you. People are attracted to you because you're passionate about something. You're into it. and You don't care yeah. about anything else. It's the same with this. If you're passionate about giving and inspiring, and you know, you could be at Starbucks, okay? You could be at a coffee place and standing in line where you used to go and kind of troll for women. And instead, you know, there's a someone standing next to you, a girl standing next to you, and you go, hey, happy Friday. I don't care if it's 9 in the morning, 7 in the morning before work, 9 at night. It doesn't matter. Happy Friday. What's going on? How are you? How's your day going? How's your week going? Stuff like that. If you change the reason you do stuff, more stuff will happen to you. So I think what it, what the idea here is to... Switch the reason you're going, you're doing that stuff. So you can still go out to practice. Just practice meeting people. Practice introducing them to each other. Practice giving and helping people and, and being inspired. Practice going up to the bar and seeing a group of people and say, hey, guys, cheers. Happy Friday. Let's get this party started. Who's doing shots or whatever, you know? I mean, instead of trying to get something, try to give something. And so, yes, practice does make perfect. And so you should be out in the world and practicing greeting people and saying hello and and approaching groups and mixed groups and all that kind of stuff that you guys know about, um, but with a different purpose, okay, and a different energy. And so it starts there. So just change the things you're already doing, which is a simple switch, okay? It's really easy. You're already going to the coffee place. You're already going to the mall. You're already, you know, doing day game or whatever. Just change the reason you're doing that, okay, to help people and have fun. Uh, and then uh, and then if you're going to get involved in a, in a hobby, uh, do it. Because it's something you've been intrigued with uh, or been intrigued by or whatever. So if it's football, soccer, if it's uh, jumping out of an airplane, if it's um, fencing, uh, you know, salsa, it doesn't matter. Just do it with gusto and do it with passion and you will attract everybody in that class. Seriously, everybody will want to be your friend because you're the only guy who's there not to hit on people. Do you see what I'm saying here? Like it's so rare that they'll immediately – that's why you stick out so fast in a good way, in a sexy way. Um, in an attractive way when it comes to attracting, you know, other male friends. Um, because here's what one of the things that, kind of a side note, is that another thing that is uh, just absolutely uh, amazing to my clients is that how other men will set you up with women. They'll bring you women. When does that ever happen to you, right? When has that ever happened to you? Probably never. You know, maybe your best friend will, you know, connect you or hook you up with someone, right? So we, you know, we'll have that experience. But this will be consistently. Men will introduce you to the girls in their group that they're standing with, and they'll send one over, and they'll just set you up. I mean, it's like amazing. Um, now, as far as you know, going to charity events and stuff, you can organize your own little charity events. You can call any local charity and say, "Hey." Would you guys like some more money? I'd like to help you raise some money for your charity. They're never going to say no. They don't care what your background is, who you are, how old you are, what you dress like. They don't care how much money you've got. 
they they want money. That's what they do. Great. Well, I was thinking about um, having like a salsa dance off for the Lacumia Association. What do you guys think about that? Oh, that sounds great. Whatever. Great. Well, I'm thinking of doing it at um, this, you know, salsa place. You guys come. Can you send someone over to, you know, take the tickets? We'll charge $10. I'll promote it on Facebook. And, right? That's all you had to do. They'll do almost all the work. They'll send it to their – can you guys also send it to your your email list and your Facebook list and I'll do the same? Great. So they're sending it all out. All you did was come up with the idea and connect people. Okay? So it's just like introducing people. It's it's connecting. Yep. So so there there's one thing you could do. So you could have your own little thing. You could be proactive. You can just Google – Charity events in Dallas or whatever city you're in in the world, uh, young professional groups, uh, wine tasting, uh, uh, young professionals for cancer, you know, any of that kind of stuff, uh, you know, surf the web and find out what's going on in your community. They have all kinds of things at all different ages, uh, all different price ranges, and start going to some of those events. Go to a, one that costs $10. Go to a kind of a mixer that they're going to give money to the arthritis foundation or, you know, kids with cancer or whatever. And, um, you know, go and meet people and have a good time and you will meet a whole new level of people, by the way. Okay. So if you're interested in that, like meeting classier people or people who are going somewhere, people who are upwardly mobile, people who are young professionals, people who have more money and are doing big things in their life, including women, like the smartest, most beautiful women who will you know, being that you're in that setting and you're not hitting on them and you're helping, you know, it will bring the best out in them. So these are women who will not try to control you or do anything. They'll let you do whatever you want. It's like brilliant. It's incredible. And so you can find those things everywhere and you can go, you could go on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and a Thursday in almost any city in in the world for and spend one hour and maybe $10, maybe $5. Maybe it's free. I don't know. Um, and you could meet hundreds of people a week and expose yourself to hundreds of people a week with this new thing without super loud music in the background, right? Which is one thing guys complain about in nightclubs, uh, without like the intimidation of standing around in a bar, you know, the people at charity events want to be there. Okay. They want to, they want to meet other people, meet the opposite sex. They want to give back and they're passionate about something. So it's a great atmosphere. And if you operate, uh, as this new next level guy, uh, again, you'll have and you'll have next level opportunities for women in business and money and career and all that kind of stuff that you say that you want. Uh, and, and so that's another thing you can do. So you find these events. You can ha- do your own. You can go to one. You could um, at one of the charity events. You could go up and you could say they're always looking for volunteers. Hey, you guys looking for volunteers? Now, pretty much ninety nine point nine percent of the answers are going to be sure. Yeah. We would love a volunteer. Great. What can I do? And then you get on that committee and you volunteer. And most of those people are on like seven different charities. And now you know everyone in town, period. Like you could do that in the first 24 hours that you move to a new city. Right. right? You right. could you could know all the players and all the hot women and all the upwardly mobile men and a whole new set of friends. Instant friends. Instant lifestyle transformation, actually, is what that is. You know? So if you did that work at home that we talked about where, you know, you're seeing your story and all this kind of stuff and you go out as this next level guy, you know, so those are some tips. So what 
what what I what I think one of the the main things is that's really kind of different in this is when when you take it out of the bars and, and the clubs, is uh, that that it's it's actually going to be easier for people because um, when when you go to an event, whether it's charity or whether it's salsa, whatever whatever it is, when, when it's linked to a hobby and an interest, then the topics you're going to talk about they're already there right it's already kind of right. set up people are talking about things so it's a it's a lot easier than those cold approaches that that guys do in, in yes. clubs where you have to generate uh you know a conversation out of thin air and you have to put a yes. lot more energy into that it's more relaxed it's just like oh this is what's going on you know we're here we're, we're, we're doing this why are you interested in it? all that so it's just very normal easy conversation exactly so, it's more like uh what brings you here tonight how long have you been involved with yeah. this organization what other charity events are good and that yeah. you guys go to i mean it's endless what you could ask these people yeah so i mean I, th I think for anyone who's getting into this stuff and maybe this isn't your kind of taste and your idea for, for whatever reason of you know you know learning how to to meet better women and attract more women but i no matter that i would i would still say say that this is really a great first step right if, if you're starting from zero like going out and being more social this way getting involved in things is even if you want to do the whole club thing and 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 do do the the pickup artist thing the pure pickup artistry thing later this is still the first great step because it's going to get you out there get you more social um and you know get you connecting with more people and get you more comfortable with the whole the whole yeah. thing it's all about connecting with people at the end of the day whether it's and, men and women yeah and i will say this i will add this little thing here for those of you who are not you know you're kind of resisting this whole idea and you're still all about getting you know oh, i need more women i need more yep. sex I need chicks and all that kind of stuff okay here's what i'll tell you that you could start out like that even if you want to just to prove to yourself that this whole process works so just change your story to whatever it is i don't care what it is and if it's creepy or whatever i'm just gonna say go with it because i want i want you to prove to yourself that this process works and then you can create whatever life and whatever style that you choose okay mm. so you know, and so change your story. So your story instead of is I want hot women in my life, I have hot women in my life. And every time I go out and whether I, you know, when I approach a set of girls and I say, hey, what's up? How are you guys doing? You know, I saw you looking at me. You know, they always go, yeah, we were. We were wondering who you were and we were wondering how, how you got so sexy and we, we want to go home with you right now. Okay. So <laughs> even if you want to make your story all about getting for now, I'm okay with that. Um because I used to be in this in that mode too, and so I know right. exactly where you're at, and, and so let, I'm not. Right. Let's talk about getting for a uh, just just a minute. I want to stop you there because, like, getting it's it's really this short term getting rather than, you know, I'm, it's just going to happen in the longer term, right? So you know, when when you go out there with the mindset and you want to get laid tonight or you want to meet a girl tonight, um, rather than, you know, just giving, just you know, being friendly with them and letting the chips fall where they they may. So um, I, th I think some of the aspects that, you know, the guys might reject about that is like the lack of control. They feel like they have less control o over the situation. And, you know, they kind of, you know, some, some people who get into this, they want more control. So could, could you kind of talk about that? Like, how, yeah. how, how does that? The only thing you control when you're trying to get is your failure. That's the only thing yeah. you're controlling, mm -hmm. really. So you've, you've been taught that you're in control when you take all the action, right? If I ask for the phone number and I have the phone number in my hand, well, then, you know, I'm the man. I'm in control. Well, I used to think the same thing. But you're not, actually. Because as soon as you, you know, type the number in text, you lose all your control. Seriously, you do. So that's what I'm saying. So you just gave away all your power. So you may think you're cool, 
right? Oh, I got the number. I'm in control, and I'm going to tell this girl, and she's into me, and I'm going to make her interested, and then she's going to do it. Right, like, and that's exact, and that's another reason. That's why you will consistently never have enough. You will constantly need to keep getting because it's about getting. Now, I understand if you're in a certain space in your life that it, you, you know, this probably isn't resonating with you, and I, I understand that. So, but, but I'm just telling you that the, the that getting is very, you know, short lived and will not lead anywhere, and you're not actually controlling the situation. Because what you're doing is you're going to, I remember what I said earlier, is you're going to be a slave to it, right? So when I was a master pursuer, and I would get five, ten phone numbers a night, man, I was a master at it, seven days a week. So I had such a high quantity of phone numbers, and I was a master at converting them into dates, uh, home dates, outside dates, whatever, uh, so much work that it was controlling me. You see what I'm saying? Like I thought I was in control. Like, well, I have the number, so now I'm going to call her and you know show my brilliance and how cool and sexy I am by leaving the proper message and or getting her over to my place or whatever. Which again, I'm saying you guys do it if you want. I don't care. I'm just saying that you know you'll find that you're kind of spinning your wheels after a while and you're on a hamster wheel. Like you're moving, but you're not moving forward. You're just moving in place. And and so. The process controls you. The process of pursuing always controls you, right? So that's that's okay. the the mind screw here, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're all we've all been victims of it. It's a brainwashing, okay, that you've been put through, that is just isn't true. And so, and, but you don't have to believe that right now. You can continue doing what you're doing. But the process will control you, okay? Uh, so, in other words, you have to give up what you think is control in order to get control, okay? So, in other words. Instead of, so it's kind of like um, uh, responsibility, okay? So I used to avoid taking responsibility for everything in my life, for going to the next level. You know, someone always says it better than me. You don't understand my childhood. It was my controlling mom. It's my friends. It's society. It's other people, blah, 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 yep. right? So I want to, but all I'm doing is avoiding taking responsibility. By avoiding taking responsibility, I'm thinking, well, I'm in control, man. But I wasn't. The only time I was in control is when I took responsibility for my life. And made those decisions. So you have to take responsibility for this process of meeting women, uh, if you will. And you're still going to do some of the same things, right? You're still going to approach. You're still going to be the man. You're still going to be masculine. You're still going to be leading them, okay? I want you to think about it like this. But you're going to be leading them into pursuing you, right? So what's the difference whether you lead them by, you know, saying, oh, I'm going to call you and you're beautiful and you'd make a great girlfriend. You've got the most beautiful eyes and blah, blah. You're doing too much work. You're doing too much work. Stop doing all that crazy, extra, exhausting work that doesn't need to be done. And the women don't want you to do it. That's the other thing. So, you know, you got to be careful not to let the process control you. Now, had I not been where you're at, then I... Obviously, I would have no credibility here, right? Because it'd be like, yeah, well, whatever, Brent. You know, you, yeah, coming from you, whatever. But, but I'm telling you, I was where you're at, and I was at the highest level of where you're trying to get to, the highest level. And I'm not bragging; I'm just telling you how it was. I had mastered it as an art and the whole process. And I can tell you at the very end that it was controlling me. And so you've got to just. Be excellent in front of people and then disappear and do your own thing. And I guarantee if you'll take that leap of faith and you really give into it and give it a shot, 
that women will be hunting you down. You won't have any time to worry about the women who aren't calling you or aren't texting you or didn't get back to you because so many will. You know, you'll live in abundance and you won't even worry about it anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I'll just point out one other thing. The only reason that I had the level of success that I had, one of the main reasons is the quantity. So I went out seven nights a week and got all the numbers and was churning about 100 numbers a week at least. Um, And I had it down to a science. I had it in a computer program, the whole freaking thing. And in a database, and I mean, I, I, it was like cold calling in sales. I was really good at it, and, and and so you know, and it was kind of fun at first, but then after a while, just so my point is, is that when I think about the the return on investment of time, oh, my, it's yeah, like I, I, it's now I like, the other I like, way around now, right. Well, I, li- I like I like the way you're talking about this. There's a couple of there's a couple of things that spring to mind for me, and I you know I think you bring them up in your book uh, a little bit, uh, maybe not using the same words, um, but you know I, th- I think there's a difference between uh, the, the going to the club one night and expecting something to happen, and and in this case I think what you're doing works a lot better with continuity, right? I want to kind of bring bring this idea in here. Oh, I think that. I think that. Well, maybe. I mean, it just depends. I mean, if you're. But here's the deal. If you're that guy. You know, if you're that guy all the time, then wherever you show up, this would be allowed to happen. These things, these crazy things that women will do, these crazy stories that I've okay. been telling you will happen. However, to to support what you just said, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to sit home every night, you know, also and lay on your couch. I don't I mean, and get out there in the world and meet people, um, you know, but I, I also don't want you to think of this as a job like you currently think about it, because that was what I used to do, too. I went out only to meet women only to get stuff, and I was exhausted after a few years of going out seven nights a week. Can you imagine? I mean, like, it was ridiculous. And I felt I could never stay home because I might miss out on an opportunity, and I didn't didn't get it back then. I didn't realize it. I guess guess my point here is, like, if if you want to take a first few steps in this, is it it a good idea to, like, kind of commit to uh, this charity? In, in your in your head, you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to all of those charity events for for this charity because because I like that, and I'm going to stick yeah. to it for a few months sure. because yes. this kind this kind of thing, you know. Yes, you can meet a lot of people, uh, very brief encounters, you know, when you go to the first one, if it's an hour or two. But what what often happens is you make those connections, you go away, you you, you probably haven't got numbers for most people. You go again and you meet them again, and this is something you said in in one of your books that I read, um, and you know, and and it builds up momentum. And it kind of goes exponential. Once you've been the third or fourth time, then everyone knows you, right? And you didn't really make mm-hmm. much effort, but you know yeah. they've just seen you a few times, and they're a lot more f- friendly towards you. Is this mm-hmm. is this something you you, f- you think is a good idea? I mean, in a way, it's also from from my perspective, it's also something that's uh, good for your life in general. If you can commit to things, you know, if if you sure. can kind of stick with things, you're bound to get a lot more from them in general. You know, if we dance around and we're not very passionate we're not we don't get very deep with anything we don't tend to get a lot out of it yeah i i agree i think commitment is great and uh sometimes that's what it takes to really take on this new way of being a new way of doing things in the world of media women uh specifically too is to commit to a fun experiment just do it for you know a month do it for two months whatever commit to going to those events Commit to doing it passionately and wanting to be there, right? And giving and doing the things we talked about. Uh, and just commit to that and you will see it because things will 
yes, over time is great and you'll meet people and become part of the group and people will know you and you'll be popular and all that kind of stuff and that's kind of a byproduct. But also things will happen to you along the way, the first event, the second event, um, or whatever, as you... Well, how I actually want to say it is they could happen at every event, okay? If that's all going to be based on your belief, okay, about it and your comfortableness with this new way of being. So if you've done all the work at home when you're not out, uh, and you're still doing a little bit of it while you're out. Uh, so the, the things will happen to you that you are most comfortable with happening to you, that you are open to receiving. So if you're still unsure about it, you still don't, ah, I don't know if this actually works. I'm going to give it a try, but it probably won't work. You're cutting yourself off from these crazy things happening to you. Because right. I've, I've been there, guys. I've done that. You know, right. and I wasn't fully committed to an idea, a process, uh then, of course, I was causing it not to work. And then, right. guess what? I could be right about the fact that it doesn't work. And I could go back to my old way that also doesn't work. But it seems like it works once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like this thing. So it's a mind game you play with yourself. So, yeah. you know, it's like it'll only happen. Here's what I'll say about it. It will only happen for most people. It won't happen as fast as it can, to you as fast as it can. It will only happen to you as fast as it will or as fast as you will allow it. Okay, does that make sense? Like, you know, most people will not go as fast as they can, only as fast as they will. Because you choose it. It has nothing to do with anyone outside of you. It's all you. You are the source of all of this. So you show up as this guy, and you're intimidated, and you're unsure. Well, sure, it still could happen, but it might not. So in a way, are you saying that the more open you are to new experiences, the more open you are to, you know, something different happening, the better this is going to work? Sure. Yeah. And it's, it's based on belief, right? I mean, if you think about it, um, even when you're listening to this call, all your beliefs are running your comments and your in, internal commentary about what I'm saying right now. Either this guy's crazy. I don't believe that. Oh, I already know that. That'll never work. I tried that, right? That's what's running your life. Those, right. those are beliefs. And so yeah. your beliefs will control your life in the moment that you have those beliefs. Whatever your current belief is controls everything about your life. So, right, right. That's what I'm saying about that. Right. I, I want to kind of interject here if it's kind of like an, an analogy. Uh, like, I, I totally get what you're, you know, what you're talking about here. And, and some of the greatest kind of like adventures I've had are just kind of like going somewhere, meeting people wherever it is, and then that goes somewhere else. And I, I never knew where I was going to end up, right? Mm-hmm. And it ended yeah. up in this great night or this great week or wh- whatever it was. And, you know, it was really something unexpected. And it's, you know, because you walk in there and you're not looking for anything specific and then, uh, you're open to whatever comes up. Um, and I think some people might be able to kind of connect with that idea if when you travel, all right? Because mm-hmm. often when people travel, they're a bit, you know, they, they don't know where they are. They don't really know what the rules are. They don't have any rules. And yeah. they tend to just kind of go with the flow and stuff happens. And I, I think, I mean, this has always happened to me. Like my first day, my first week in a new country is normally one of the best ones because... You know, you arrive and, and you and you just kind of meet people and, you know, and, you, and you'll go places and you'll have a lot of fun. And it's, you know, it's, but if you could replicate that and be more open to those experiences, normally they could happen whenever you want. And a lot of people, I think, kind of look at those travel experiences and they thought, wow, that was just like amazing. It was the place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what you're kind of talking about is these things can be, you know, these can happen all, every every weekend in your life if, if you just let them. Yeah, I agree. I think if you kind of have that vacation state of mind where you where you're not you don't fear the unknown because the unknown is just right there in front of you. 
it's impossible to know right. it. Right, <laughs> and right. so I think you've given into it and given up on it, trying to control the situation, and that's when some of the best things. And we're not saying I'm not saying you know you don't want to control situations sometimes, of course, and not being extreme. But I'm just saying that in general, that's a great you know attitude or personality to try to kind of call back into action. You know, in your everyday life, uh, you know, pretend that you're going to this bar for the first time in a new city and you're just going to let it happen. You're not going to push it so much, you know. And I don't mean don't go talk to people and stand in a corner against the wall, right? But I'm I'm saying that, you know, maybe, you know, don't worry about it so much. And just kind of let it unfold and, you know, stand at the bar, talk to a few people, see what happens. And uh, what can unfold uh, can sometimes be amazing, um, and certainly in my life, that has happened as well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, like Brent, this has been really good. I want to finish off with uh, one one question. We we ask this question of everyone uh, because um, it's it's a really great question. <laughs> okay. So, uh, if if you were going to recommend someone who is complete zero, right? They haven't read any books. They haven't studied anything dating, social lifestyles, whatever. Um, if you're going to recommend the top three things that they should do. To get you know to get a good quality dating social lifestyle as fast as possible, what would those top three recommendations be? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> putting you on the spot here. Yeah, stop pursuing. <laughs> stop pursuing women. Number one, stop doing it right now. It doesn't lead to anywhere. Uh, change your story. Yep. Okay. Change your story and commit to going out a couple nights a week. And just being in the world and just opening your mouth and speaking to people without wanting anything. And just help people have fun. That's what I would say. And if you just did that, uh, those are three important things. There are many more, but those are three really good ones. Great. Give you an excellent start. Great. Those are those sound great. Thank you very much for that, Brent. Cool. You're welcome. Well, it's been great connecting with you. Uh, thank- great to have you on the show. Really many good talk. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Dating Skills Podcast, questions and answers. For today's questions and answers, we have a question from Max. Here's a question. Angel, I'm really interested in game and I'm already getting some results lately, but I have a question for you, an experienced guy. How much will my life change with pickup? Will I have crazy experiences like the PUAs described in books? Do you have any regrets about entering into this world? What is the best thing about being good? Is it the abundance of girls, the social skills that you get, or something else? Okay, so for my answer, there's really two questions in here, and I'll take them one at a time. The first question I'd say is like, how much will your life change with pickup? Will you have crazy experiences or regrets? Well, first of all, I have no regrets. In fact, I can't imagine how my life would have turned out if I hadn't stumbled upon and taken this journey. It would have definitely been a much more restricted life. Uh, Really, I would have lived a lot less, and that is not just where it comes to women, but in every part of it. So your life can really change drastically. Uh, It can become a completely new life to the point where you don't even recognize yourself anymore. And that's in a good way. Some people look back and wonder who they were before or why they were that way to start with. If you want crazy experiences and you open yourself up to them, yes, they'll happen. Of course, not everything you read online is true. There's certainly some exaggeration out there in the forums particularly and in some of the books. But there are also a lot of true and authentic stories of great adventures and exciting times that sound totally crazy to someone who hasn't already started their journey. So some stuff that even sounds 
really unbelievable to you, I can tell you that it's, it's really straight talk and it happens to people. For me personally, as I've mentioned on the show before, adventure is really what attracted me to the whole thing. I'd read some of the experiences, field reports that um, pickup artists named Maniac High in Japan was having, and I thought it sounded like a really wild ride. It sounded like really living, and I wanted that experience. So I went out there and I got it, and honestly, I've had much crazier adventures than the ones I'd even read back then. Really stuff that I wouldn't have thought of. I've also seen a lot of others have those crazy adventures and experiences, so it's all real. I do need or want to give a word of caution here where some men do have regrets. Uh, there is a dark side to pick up in particular that some men get wrapped up in, and I've personally seen it happen many times. I also had a brief experience with it myself, kind of I was on the edge, but I didn't really get into it. So I've personally got nothing to regret but I could have gone there sometimes your pickup journey can have a negative impact on your overall life and and that's what really should be avoided if you want to read up on this uh, there's there's basically some pretty good resources out there there's the nine ball book from Jeffy of real social dynamics there's the metahor book from hypnotica and uh, there's also a documentary called The Rules of Seduction. In, in that, it's not the whole thing, but there is a story of a guy called Darren. I am future. He was actually well-known in London like eight, ten years ago. Um, and he's covered in it, and you know he basically becomes homeless, and you see how negative the whole, the whole thing has become. Uh, there's also, like, you can look into Steve Pavlina's journey when he got involved in this stuff, and that gives you another example. So I'll put links to all of these in the show notes for you and and really they're just stories from people which show you some of the negative aspects that can come around um, from from being a bit too obsessive about this or pushing it to extremes so you know that's good to look into all right now for the second part of this question so what is the best thing about getting good at this this really depends on a few different things. So uh, it depends on your age, for example, uh, where you started from, like uh, with no success at all, or you already had some success, and your motivations, you know, your general motivations in life. People have different ideas about this. So I'm giving you my perspective, which comes from someone who started this when he was 27 years old. I'd been relatively successful with women already, you know, I'd basically been a serial girlfriend guy since I was the age of 17, uh, going from one relationship to the other. And I've also gone through a 10-year-plus journey since then with this stuff. All right, so my perspective is going to be completely different from someone who was three years into this journey, had no success with women before he got started, and, you know, um, he's 20 years old and he got into this when he was 17 or, or, or something like that. So there's a contrast there and you've got to be mindful of it. Having said that, from my previous coaching activities and contact with all sorts of men through dating skills review, I have a really good understanding of where everyone's coming from in this. So I'm going to give you that perspective. Uh, look, without a doubt, if you had little success with women before or if you're young, with rocket fuel levels of testosterone in you, the abundance of women is going to be a really big factor for you. And I think that is really healthy, maybe even necessary a necessary phase for most men to go through. Not all, but most. The experience is really educational, besides being a hell of a lot of fun, 
and it really grounds your reality and values and I'll make you happier uh, overall so the next thing is really personal growth um, what I would say about the, the first part is like the abundance of women it, it will wear out you know it doesn't last forever um, you, you're gonna get tired of it at some point so it's it's it, it is a phase that you go through and, and it will vary in length depending on as I said where you started from now the next thing is uh, the personal growth aspect and this is a, this is a bit more solid in the long term um, you're gonna become a stronger more confident more social more communicative more open more emotionally capable and self-aware man that's what this journey is this is actually the second thing that got me really invested in learning this stuff like the first thing got me into it like adventure got me into it and I started to have some adventures and it was all good and fun um, but what kept me doing this uh, and, and what made me put so many hundreds of hours into study and practice was the personal growth aspect that I could see I could see that it had the potential to transform my life from the first experiences I had with this stuff. And I really wanted to take who I knew I was inside and bring it outside to bring, you know, to be myself, to be everything I could be. And this growth really comes from the experiences you get and your journey as you, as you go learning this stuff. So that's extremely valuable because it supports all your other life pursuits no matter what they are there you know if you've got business pursuits athletic relationships health you know you name the area um, that personal growth is going to contribute to any of those and make them more accessible to you or, or make them possible like next after this we have better stronger relationships you know this is not just with women also this is with friends business acquaintances family and so on ultimately what you're learning is how to communicate um, and you're learning about relationships and you'll find that you have a much better awareness of relationships in general not just with women so this has incredible value um, you know everyone knows how important relationships are to life you know it is one of the fundamental parts of what we do in life and and how we see it so not all men though set out on the journey to get this far right they haven't got relationships in mind at first so sometimes it is also something that older men tend to value more than younger men so when, when you're 18 you know you're not really thinking so much about relationships and it, it's, it's more about the short-term rewards that's not always the case though but that, that could be the, the, the different ways you may be looking at it depending on where you're coming from. So ultimately what I've seen is that people who really learn this stuff get choice. Now this is, this is really the best thing for me and I'd say for the, for the people who are being really successful at this stuff. Uh, I they would say that you get freedom. You know, and this all leads to greater satisfaction with life. You see, once you find out you can make a real change, that you can transform a part of your life and make it better, now, and this is a part that you believed you couldn't fix, right? Because it's it's women, and most people think that you know they're they're stuck because you know they were born this way, uh, you know, for whatever reason. And so, but you see the same opportunity in other parts of your life. Once once you fix that, you can see ah, I can I can fix this other aspect of my life that I feel is weak. It's not where I want it to be. So. Uh, men who get good at this, they develop their lives and themselves to a greater potential. It's not just dating, relationships and sex, but in the whole of their lives. So what you end up with is a life that accesses a much higher potential, right? And you know, that, that's a lot bigger than just this journey. 
So that last part is a bit abstract, I know, but it's the truth and it's what anyone who's been into this for a very long time um, will tell you. So, uh, especially those guys in their 40s. Now, if, if you're younger, you don't have to worry about this too much because um, it, this is a journey. It's, 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 so you start at the beginning and, and you chase what you want in the beginning and later on your goals will change and it will become something bigger. That's the way it works. Okay, so I'm actually working right now on something that I hope will help a lot of the guys uh, who follow us with questions related to motivation, inspiration, and kind of the philosophy of why you're doing this. You know, sometimes the why is really important because it allows you to spend the time, invest the time and the effort to make the result happen. So uh, it, it's going to be a long audio download that I'm putting together with my 10-year journey, 10-year plus journey, into the game, dating, sex, and relationships. And it's, it's really going to be an authentic look of everything that's happened and kind of the decisions I made over time and uh, the crazy stories. So um, it should be ready in about a month or so, so look out for that. It will give you some real examples of the adventures, and it will give you a case study of how your perspective could change as you get the skills, get the experiences, and your, your life changes. That's it for today's show. If, if To get all of the show notes, the transcripts, and links to the resources we've mentioned in the show, go to datingskillsreview.com slash episode 34. You go, you go to that URL and uh, you've got the show notes, the transcripts, uh, download of the MP3 and, and everything on, on there. Well, that's it for today. I would just like to say thank you very much for all the emails and the comments uh, we've received about the podcast. And, you know, also the constructive feedback, you know, you guys send us uh, ideas and, and so on and keep them coming. You know, you can you can always reach me at angel at datingskillsreview.com. Send me an email or apply to all the emails and all your feedback, all of your comments. It's really appreciated. Uh, if if some of you guys would like to help us out more, um, you know, something that really makes a difference is the ratings in iTunes. So if you want to go over to iTunes, uh, Dating Skills Podcast on the iTunes, then you can just simply add a rating or a rating and a comment that really helps us out because what that does is um, it encourages Apple to show the podcast to more people and we, you know, and we get more listeners and so on. And that's really the goal here, to spread the word. So, you know, if, if you appreciate the show, please do do that. Um, it really helps us out. We've got another show coming up in, in about a week. So uh, that'll be episode 35. And I'll speak to you then. Look forward to it. Do you have questions about dating, pickup, women, sex, or relationships? Get them answered by us and our guests on the podcast by sending them to ask at datingskillsreview.com by email. That's A-S-K at datingskillsreview.com. Your info is kept anonymous and you'll get some rock-solid personal advice for free on the podcast. Speaking of free high-quality advice, have you got the Fast Track Manual and DSR Dating Gold yet? These are high-quality freebies we've prepared for you to get you started. The Fast Track Manual gives you a step-by-step -step process to use to learn to get good with women as fast as possible. Readers say it's flawless. DSR Dating Gold is a daily email with one piece of golden, highest quality advice taken from the hundreds of products we've reviewed. 
Get both of these by going to www.datingskillsreview.com slash fast track. That's F-A-S-T-T-R-A-C-K. And accelerate that learning curve so you can get good in months, not years. Dating Skills Podcast is brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast, so you can get good with women in months, not years. Learn more at www.datingskillsreview.com.